Welcome back to the Cadet Conversations and Coffee podcast. I'm your host, Michael Collison. This week on the pod, I sat down with high school business and technology teacher Steve Ritter and talked about how uh, his passion for helping students uh, at his church led to a teaching career. And I think that's pretty cool because he didn't necessarily start in teaching. He was doing some other things. He also talks about how uh, when he went to school, he was a lot like the rest of us. He was at school because he loved to be involved in sports and activities. And as teachers, sometimes we lose sight of that with our kids. And so it was cool to hear him share his perspective on what made school fun for him. I hope you enjoy the episode. And as always, if you like what you hear, give us a like, a follow, or a subscription on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Cadet Conversations and Coffee podcast. I'm your host, Michael Collison. I'm sitting here today with uh, high school technology and business teacher, uh, Steve Ritter. Thanks for coming on the pod. Absolutely. Awesome. So first, Steve, I'll, uh, I'll ask you a little bit about where you're from originally and uh, you know your family. And uh, just tell us a little bit more about yourself and where you come from. So originally, I'm from Grinnell. My uh, folks moved to Eldora back in the early 60s. And my dad had a sporting goods store. And so I grew up in Eldora and graduated graduated high school from there. And uh, my folks have since moved from Eldora back to Grinnell, so still have some family ties down there. Uh, my dad played basketball for the Iowa Hawkeyes back in the 50s on their, their fabulous five team. Awesome. So he was a member of, of that team. And uh, so I... Played five sports, I mean, lettered in five sports in high school and, and then went off to college at UNI and went into marketing. Awesome. So you said, um, you know, some ties to Grinnell and, and then growing up in Eldora. Was it was it just Eldora? Was it Eldora, New Providence? Was the school? When I was in school, it was Eldora. Okay. So we played Ackley. We played Geneva. We played wow. Hubbard. We played Radcliffe. So none of those teams were together mm-hmm. as they are today so yeah it's amazing i saw this graphic uh, a couple months ago that uh, a historian a high, iowa high school historian had posted about um all these different schools that have consolidated or or shut down um and there's actually a website i i don't know i don't know the link off the top of my head but it's there's actually a website that shows all the schools all the former schools and their mascots and um, it's it's interesting to think about. So were you the Tigers or were you a different mascot? We were the Tigers. Yep. Eldor Tigers. And uh, had 77 kids in my graduating class. Oh, wow. So not a huge class. Had, so had more kids on my dorm floor at college than I had <laughs> in my graduating class. But that's typical of small school. For sure. So and uh, met my wife-to-be and when she was in high school. So we went to high school together. So Awesome. So that was nice. What was it like? Um, you know, you said your dad ran a sporting goods store. What was that like? Was it was it like free access to all the sports, or was it was that part of why you played so many sports? So he uh, he ran a sporting goods store only for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Then he went to work for Dodger Industries. Okay, uh, Dodger was a sportswear manufacturing company. I mean. Most people have a pair of Dodger gym shorts. I remember the big Dodger yeah, sale or the, the Dodger, Dodger outlets. Yeah. So I, I grew up in the sporting goods business, going to the trade shows, you know, meeting all the athletes that yeah. all the different companies had ties to. Uh, the reps that we had, repped Adidas, always had nice new Adidas shoes and Nakona baseball gloves. and That's cool. And kind of the new products. 
I would always kind of have access to. For sure. And if, if you're, you know, like you said, you lettered in five sports, if you're a kid like that and you love sports, I bet that was just awesome, you know, to have, have that gear and have that access. It was, I mean, that's, you know, you go to school to, I went to school to play sports. So. Sure. And high school was good, but, uh, it just, we were always active, always doing something. Mm -hmm. We yeah. didn't have cell phones. We didn't have computers. Yeah. We didn't have all these distractions. So. Do you think that, um, that's, that's one of the big differences you see with kids is uh, sometimes I feel like kids now, if they're going to play sports, it has to be organized by parents or adults and very, you don't you'll go to the park and see kids just playing a pickup baseball game or football. Uh, did you guys have that experience a lot? So when I was in school, every Sunday we met at the football field and played uh, played flag football. Nice. And that's how I met my wife. I, I, we were playing flag football and I tackled her. <laughs> so, uh, the, must, that must have been a, a good experience because, uh, you know, like where you guys were able to get past that. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. otherwise, I'm sure she probably was a little frustrated with you for a well, while. You know, we've married 37 years, so uh, <laughs> I think she, she's forgiven me for that by now. That's awesome. And so you said you went to you and I. And you actually studied marketing, but you didn't study teaching right away? No, I actually worked in the business world for 26 years before I got into teaching. I've been a youth counselor at church for 32 years, so mm. kind of my passion of working with kids. Sure. And so my wife taught preschool for 37 years, so she's always taught. And it took me a little longer to get to that point. For sure. And, we, and I think um, I've heard some similar stories talking with some other teachers in interviews. Um, and they said that, you know, they didn't necessarily start out with education, but it was something that they knew at some point they wanted to do. And rather than continue to do a job that they uh, didn't enjoy or didn't have that passion for, they figured it was worth it to go back and right. get it figured out um, for sure. Well, I mean, when I graduated in 82, I think teachers made $7,000 a year. So yeah. that was not high on my priority list at that time in life. Absolutely. My parents were the same way. My dad talks about it all the time. Uh, the, the salaries he had compared to, you know, how um, salaries have changed. Uh, he just, he, I remember one time he got, he got the job at Iowa Falls, um, actually from St. Edmund Catholic school system, got the job at Iowa Falls and it was like more money than he'd ever seen it. It was like $20,000. And, and nowadays if a uh, first year teacher got offered that job, they might even say, no, I can make more money waiting tables at Applebee's or, right. yep. um, that's true. you know, and, and so, uh, it's wild. It's wild to see how that's changed. So what did you like? You talked a lot about how you went to school to play sports. Um, uh, and I think we do have a lot of kids like that. You know, they come to school because they want to be involved in activities. Right. What were what were the other things you, you liked about school? You know, I just uh, being around with your friends. Yeah. Um, and we didn't have as many classes as we offer here now. Mm -hmm. There's no technology classes. Um, That's true. Very, I think I didn't have accounting. We had what was called bookkeeping. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of math, a lot of science, a lot of English. Uh, one of my favorite classes uh, was taught by Jan Rudy, who actually lived in Iowa Falls. Sure, in I know Jan. Eldora, yeah, and she was one of my favorite teachers. So, hello, Mrs. Rudy, if you're listening. <laughs> um, but I took creative writing from her and enjoyed that immensely. Awesome. Yeah, creative writing is a cool class. You know, you get. I think every kid. Even if they uh, don't love English, they, they love that opportunity to share a story. Yep. And uh, do you remember any stories you wrote, any of the plot lines or anything like that? I actually have a book of all the things that we put together. That's awesome. Still. She put it together for all of us. You look back at it and you're like, oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty bad. But, you know, my, but uh, so it was fun. It was fun. I don't remember a lot of them. It was, it was a lot of 
different things like poems and that sure. sort of stuff we had to write. So what a cool keepsake though. Yeah. Uh, to remember that. Time. She actually gave me a thesaurus. Wow. Wrote in the front of it. And, you know, maybe you always find the right word. I still have them, still yeah. on my shelf at home. Was that a hint as to say maybe, hey, word choice, you can always challenge your word Absolutely. choice. <laughs> Absolutely. That's awesome. That's great. Um, what what did you maybe dislike about school? You know, I like school. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I talk to the kids now and they just can't wait to get out. And sure. I'm like, well, the real world isn't always as fun as what you think it is. True. I enjoy school. I was in no hurry. So, yeah. yeah. I, I tell kids a lot of times, if you think you're busy now, just wait, yes. you know, wait until yeah. you, you have a job or even college classes or a family. Um, I, I joke that I, I think I thought I was busy before my daughter was born and now it's just changed um, completely, but uh, for the better. Uh, yeah. and, and it's a good busy. Um, yeah, I think uh, you, you have some great stories about what you, what you liked about school and obviously some teachers who impacted you as well. Um, let's, let's move away from classes a little bit and we'll come back to it. What do you like to do in your free time? So in my free time, I've got uh, I've got three grand boys right now, and another one coming here in another month, and they keep me busy. Oh wow! Play a lot of golf. Um, Did you get a lot of golfing in during the pandemic? Not a lot, not <laughs> as much as, as I'd hoped to. I mm -hmm. played a lot here. Usually we travel other courses, and I just didn't get the chance to do that. Mm -hmm. um, the last couple of years, we have before this all hit, we decided to do some traveling. Oh, cool! So we took a, a Rhine River cruise. Uh, two years ago up through Germany and France and then wow. up in Amsterdam. And then uh, uh, not this past summer, but the summer before we went back over to England, Scotland, Wales, and, wow. and toured up through that area. So I've always wanted to travel to Europe, but have not done so. Would you recommend that to everyone at least once? Absolutely. Uh, but I mean, we had to wait till kids were gone and sure. grandkids and, and, uh, but we took a river cruise and I would highly recommend a river cruise. As opposed to like uh, using the train system. Yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, we did England. Everyone Scotland. always says do the train. Well, we did England, Scotland, and Wales. We did a bus tour, mm -hmm. and it was drive three hours. Here's twenty minutes. Drive oh, three yeah. Hours. The river cruise. You spend all day someplace. At night, you get on the on the ship up up the river. It goes. You eat and sleep, and you wake up in a new place. Wow, I, that's that, cool. I'll do that again in a heartbeat. That yeah. And the and the train the train would be fun. That was mm -hmm. our first venture, so we were we just didn't go crazy and try all the stuff you could do over there. So, so you said you love to golf. Did you do any golfing while you were there? Uh, did not, did get to go to St. Andrews, mm -hmm. uh, and spend some time at the course where my man, Zach Johnson, <laughs> uh, Cedar Rapids boy. Uh, I follow his career where he won over there. So sure. Fun to see. So, yeah, I, uh, just, I've played golf before um, this year, but this year with the pandemic was the first time I, I really got into it. We were spending a lot of time at my in-laws in Manson and they had a sweet deal where it was a single membership, uh, half price for new members. So yeah. I paid 160 bucks and I golfed all summer and they live right on the course. So it was go. pretty convenient. Um, and I've, I've really gotten into it. I'm not very good. So we'll have to golf sometime. I, I think uh, a school golf outing would yeah, be great. There we go. We we, do that. We'd get you, me, Cody Moses, Brandon Uhlenberg, oh, who's they, your colleague. And, they put us to, they put us yeah. to Well, I think we'd probably split us up. Maybe we'll do um, the humanities versus the business, the business department. There yeah. Right. Um, but no, I, Mrs. Mrs. Fonts uh, is, a, is a golfer too as well. Uh, so what? What? Uh, I, this is uh, kind of alluding to a question later, but where do you play the most golf? Do you, do you play in Eldora? Do you play? So play at Pine Lake the, mm -hmm. most, the most, but I do enjoy, um, I, I play Dyke or Fox Ridge, mm -hmm. which is fun. 
played down to manas, played over at Banker and Ames, uh, or some kind of some fun courses. For sure. So and, and in this in this podcast, and we'll just jump right into it, I do a, a category, a question. Uh, it's called what's your Mount Rushmore? And a Mount Rushmore list is a, a group of four, not necessarily a ranking one through four, but a group of four of the all-time best or special or favorite of something. So what would be your Mount Rushmore of Iowa golf courses that you've played? Have played? Yeah. So I really enjoy Fox Ridge over at Dyke. Mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty wide. Is this the there. one you drive by yeah, all the time? The I always worry that a golf ball is going to come fly and hit me. No, um, that one's not. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Played Otter Creek. I've played which, Otter Creek. Which is a link style course. Yep. Uh, my oldest daughter was on the golf team and they won state there yeah. three years in a row. And uh, so that was, we spent a lot of time there, but they changed the course a lot. Yeah. My dad and I played there this summer now that I'm playing and, and he grew, you know, he played all the time. Um, he doesn't play as much anymore. So we started to do that, like meet somewhere and right. play. And uh, we played Otter Creek and, and, and that was a really cool course. It was awesome. And I played, uh, I played down the Amanas. Mm -hmm. That was that was that was a fun course. It was, it was challenging. Uh, fourth one, uh, a couple of them over at Waterloo. I played uh, Banker down at Ames. wasn't too bad. Sure. So, so 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 if I if I changed the question, said what's your Mount Rushmore of courses you'd want to play? Hmm. What would that would be? Um, well, Cody Moses went down and played uh, TPC Deer Run, which yeah. is where the John Deere Classic is. And we've gone down there and, and went to that. And he said it was pretty reasonable. So that would be fun to play. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to play Augusta. I don't think you ever could. <laughs> we all would, yeah. Um, actually, I wouldn't want to. I'd be terrible. Well, I actually <laughs> have a, a kid that graduated a year ahead of me whose son is a teaching pro at Augusta. Oh, wow. Uh, and so I can. And this, the, he used to coach down at Pella long ago. Mm -hmm. So maybe I could pull some strings. Uh, um, I think it would, I, when I was over in Scotland at, at uh, the old course, I think it'd be fun to play St. Andrews. Yeah. I think that would be hard. Maybe Pebble Beach. Yeah, that'd be cool. Played, my dad played there once and said it was a crazy course. Oh, yeah. So so you had mentioned uh, Zach Johnson. Mm -hmm. Is Would he be you know the, gol the golfer that you you know follow the most? Or is there another golfer that you're like, it's kind of my guy. It's one now, of my favorites. Zach, he's Cedar Rapids boy, went to Drake. Yeah. Um, he's, I just follow him. I mean, sure. he's, he's got, had a great career. And so I just I just kind of keep an eye on whenever he's playing. So we got the Masters coming up yep. this weekend. I'm so excited. I will be following along and see how, see how he does. Like, like what he does bad is like, oh, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> so I, yeah. like, I just like to follow his career. Oh, and I think, too, as Iowans, we we, we, we like those ties, you know, when we have a connection. And, and uh, he's also been a great ambassador to the state, you know. He has. He and has. and uh, I was talking to my sports lit class about the Masters this weekend. And uh, we're reading a book about football. And, and then we read a book about baseball. And um, the guys in there, I was telling them, I'm so excited to watch the Masters. And they're like, you like watching golf? And I'm like, yeah, these are some of the most impressive shots you'll see. And uh, they're like, oh, it's great. Turn it on and fall asleep. And I'm like, oh, you guys just don't get it. And uh, we were talking about how cool baseball highlights are. And I know people are like, well, they're just going to get out. And I'm like, do you realize the skill that is going into that throw? Um, you know, people, athletes say the, the most challenging thing to do is to hit a baseball or hit a golf ball a certain way, you know? So yeah. I, I, I agree. I think watching golf's a lot of fun. I can watch golf all day. Yeah. I, Did you watch the uh, thing this spring with Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods? I did not. So they, they took uh, Tom Brady and uh, 
Phil Mickelson, I believe, against Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods. And they played like a best ball uh, or an alternating best shot format. Um, And it's amazing to see these quarterbacks. They're pretty good golfers. Some of them are good golfers. You know? Some are good golfers. Tony Romo, I know he tries to. He's got kind of a goofy swing. He does, but he's he's good. He's played in a couple tournaments. Yep. So the, the the basketball player that everyone brings up is always Steph Curry for the right. Golden State Warriors. He's he's a he's a really good golfer. I was listening to a podcast about the NBA bubble that just happened. And like Doug McDermott was talking about how he would go out and golf. And he said, I haven't been invited to play with Steph Curry yet. That, those guys are pretty good. So and I know Doug's a good golfer. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's cool to see these athletes compete, you know, in the in, in, in the game of golf because it's a fun sport. And, yeah. and I used to be a hater, uh, but I love it now. So. Um, well, let's get back to teaching a little bit. What would you say is your favorite class or lesson to teach? You know, I know you do a lot of different things and, uh, our students learn a lot of, a lot of cool skills for honestly, the future of work, uh, when, when you think about it, um, in your class, but what's your favorite class or lesson? To teach? Well, and I like to bring things into the classroom that are real world experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so one that we do in business exploratory, uh, it's the opening computer class, all the freshmen have to take it. I do a budget simulation game where they have to find an apartment. First, they draw for a salary. Sure. Because the first time we did it, they all said they were going to make $100,000 a year. And I said, <laughs> I wish we all could. I wish we all could too. So they get to draw for a starting salary, 25, 30, 35,000. Then they have to find an apartment. They have to uh, kind of then go through a whole budget of how much food am I going to need? What am I going to need for uh, insurance? What am I going to need for utilities? And we use spreadsheets. So we're mm-hmm. learning with spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. And so then they track a budget throughout the course of a year. We do it in about two days, but, uh, and then things happen. Your refrigerator comes unplugged. You have a flat tire. Yeah. You use your credit card and can you make a living budgeting your stuff? So I, I really enjoy that because they get, they get a hoot out of it because at the end somebody gets to win the lottery. Sure. Then they get excited. Well, I remember when we did, we're, it's kind of on hold this year, but with uh, our J-term classes, that was the, when we first started talking about it, one that you were involved with was the Adulting 101. Adulting 101, yeah. And I know a lot of students signed up for it because they were like, this is this is what we want to learn. And, and right. so I'm sure you have good responses from we the kids. Can, you know, learn about taxes, learn about yeah. investing, all the stuff that you don't necessarily get a lot of time to learn here. I wish that I knew more about it. Exactly. <laughs> Luckily, I, I uh, my wife was the business student of the year at our college. So I basically just defer to there her. That's the wise choice, right? Yeah, always <laughs> defer to the wife. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And um, what, talk I, also, about, I also enjoy graphic design. Yeah. And learn to Photoshop, uh, web design, kind of teaching them how web pages work. And, and, uh, and then, uh, Multimedia, we do a lot of iMovie, GarageBand, so just a lot of different things. Things I never had when I grew up. Yeah. They didn't exist. Yeah, you mentioned that, you know, back in school, um, you didn't go through that. And even when I was in school 11 years ago, it was still the early stages of a lot of that. You know, GarageBand wasn't something we, it was something that was on the computers, but it wasn't something we talked about. Right. And I think what what kids don't always realize is that Hey, these these programs are are like the the building blocks to some of these careers that you you all yep. say would be really cool. Yep. And it's just about now taking it a step further. And you know, every time we have a staff meeting and we talk about the the future of careers and how jobs that our students might be applying for aren't even invented yet, I think about how good classes are like yours because they're they're having to learn things that. Uh, um, you know, might not be easy necessarily, but they're, they're new and the ability to, uh, 
take a program like that and run away with it and and learn more on your own that you can't put a price on that right and they just get it if they get a passion for it they take it farther for sure and uh but yeah we're getting ready for things that don't exist and yeah that's, that's a tough deal yeah and i think uh you've had some if i can remember correctly you've had some students who've gone on to different careers that uh, or they've gone to college prep programs with like producing and and film you know film media and yeah. Um, I, a lot of them have credited your class for number, that. That's pretty yeah, cool. A number of kids have gone into graphic design. Uh, I, I know one gal is in web design. She's out in California. Uh, I have uh, another student that took all our business classes. She works in the governor's office right now. Wow. Which is probably a tough, tough gig. Right? Yes. This yes. Life. Um, but what a great job. You right, know what I mean? <laughs> right. Had one that really got into film. She, yep. went to, she went to school out in Chicago to film school. So. Yep. Doing well. So yeah, who, who is that? Paige Brunson. Yeah, she did. She did a little work for our basketball teams. It was really cool. Yeah. Uh, she and she did all the interviews of new staff when I got hired here. And when you have students like that who are willing to, you know, hey, what can I do? You know, Absolutely. I want to push me. You know, get me, give me something that's a little bit more challenging. That's cool. Yep. Yeah, it is for it sure. Is. So we always wrap the episode up with with this question. Um, and uh, you know, we've we've talked about this as a staff at different times, but. What is your why? Why do you uh, why do you teach? Why do you love to teach? What keeps you going? Well, I'm talking to my kids right now in pod. We're talking about uh, which is a class all the freshmen have to take, and my section of it is the things they don't really talk about or teach in high school. So it's getting them ready for when they leave here because mm -hmm. it goes fast. Mm -hmm. You know, we're almost halfway through a year, three and a half years. These kids are out in the world, yeah. and some of them they're pretty nervous about becoming an adult. Sure. And uh, so I'm just, I just try to get them to think about that sort of stuff. You know, so I, all the jobs that I've done, it's like I was telling them today, I've had probably 12 different jobs in my career, all culminate into bringing that into the classroom. Yeah. And just like working with kids, like working with young people, to have them, have them succeed. Yeah have them figure out what they want to do in life. Yeah. So I think that uh, the thing you just said, figure out what they want to do, where do they fit in, in the world? is so, it's such an important purpose to what we do. Right. And um, you're right. A lot of kids don't know. And, and, and high school is a great place to start having those conversations about, okay, what do I want to do? Do I, do I need to go to college? Do I need to get uh, an AA degree? Do I, do I just start working? You know, what, what is it that I want to do? And, um, a class like freshman pod is a great class to, yep. to start thinking about that. Cause when you're a freshman, you think I have so much time left, but then if you ask our seniors, I think a lot of them would tell you, I have so little time left, right. such little time left. And you do. I mean, it goes quick. Mm -hmm. It goes fast for sure. And then you're out in the real world. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then now you've got to worry about the budget problems, replacing things. And, um, and we don't always have those hundred thousand dollar salaries. So, well, um, that budget activity does sound pretty cool. Maybe you could put me through it. I can, I'll run you through. Cody it. Moses and I could take advantage of that. There we go. Sure. So, we'll get you in track. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for All being right. on the pod, Steve. And uh, um, if you if you folks ever have a question about GarageBand graphic design, go ahead and email Mr. Ritter. He'll hook you up and uh, actually ask your students because they probably know if they they're taking this class. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thanks for being on, Steve. You bet. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Cadet Conversations and Coffee podcast. I want to give a special shout out to Junior Isabel Nicazel, who created our awesome logo for the podcast, and freshman Val Hensley, who created all of our original music for the podcast. If you like what you hear, 
Give us a like, follow, or subscription on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. See you next time.